Hi guys, welcome back. It's Laura Volpin Chesta of Fashion Illustration Tribe with a new episode of New Style Voices. Um, I'm really excited tonight because, yes, it's 1 a.m. and I'm on the highway coming home from a class I taught at the university, um, which is part of the great inspiration for FashionIllustrationTribe.com is because the university keeps giving me crazier and crazier hours to teach my fashion design courses. Why not teach them with no commute and meet people from all over the world? Okay, so tonight's class is fashion, a pattern making for fashion design. Whether you are into visual arts, fashion, or music, entrepreneurship, anything, this is about creativity. And I'm not sure what to call it tonight. Sorry for the background noise. I am driving. But it's always better to podcast while I'm full and spontaneously inspired. This is my philosophy. Than, you know, just forcing something out, which I rarely ever do on this podcast. So I didn't know what to call it. I, would, um, I thought learning curve, but then I thought more like creative curve. But the point of it is to reflect back what's happening in my pattern making class. And again, this could be for any kind of study. This particular class is only um, it's 10 sessions over five weeks. And so there's a curve, and I'm finding this more and more as they're offering me classes that are uh, more intensive. What happens is in the first few weeks, the point, the point is that the beginning is the hardest. That's what I want to say. The beginning, however you feel when you're taking step one, step two, step three, it's not a flat rate experience. When you take a course, especially if it's on a timeline, um, my courses tend to be, um, you can paste them yourself or just work them once a week. But whatever timeline you take, whatever experience you have in the beginning or in the middle, it's not a flat range of experience. It, it has, it's, even as a teacher, in the beginning is the, is the hardest in some ways. It's the biggest output of a certain kind of energy, both for the student and the teacher, where a lot of groundwork is being laid. It's all super new for the student, and for the teacher, it's, you know, building this whole framework, this um, scaffolding, this landscape for the students to navigate. So to, you're learning new vocabulary, new tools, new concepts, new language, new visual language as well as verbal language, and um, new sensory experiences, um, maybe techniques that you're doing with your hands or formulas. It's a whole, um, it's daunting sometimes in the beginning. Um, maybe sometimes not, you know, because uh, I get a lot of students who are in that they're so eager, they're just like sponges. This is what I find happens when I'm not in a uh, 
the bachelor's degree program, if I'm teaching in a shorter program or even continuing ed, I find students tend to be way more um, energized, energetic, and like sponge is the only word I can think of. Um, they really appreciate their education in a unique way and they just suck everything up. Okay, but here's the thing. So, for example, in my pattern making class, and you can um, apply this to whatever you're learning or afraid to learn or things you have already learned or things you teach. Okay, I want you to project onto this what you need to hear tonight. But after that first few weeks of kind of pushing the ball up the hill, the boulder sometimes up the hill, um, gosh, I have so many examples because my illustration and design classes, it happens differently. What happens is that every week of the first week, you're learning a brand new aspect that every new aspect, it's hard to know to see the big picture yet. You have to have, you have to be able to trust your teacher. You need to study with someone you can believe in enough to trust the process they've laid out for you. It's really, really important. And sometimes that's got to be a blind faith. Otherwise, you'll you'll give up somewhere. But in the beginning, you're going to learn a lot of new things that don't clearly relate to each other. Because they're all new and they're all different facets of the one subject, right? Because no thing you learn or teach is one-dimensional. And it has many different angles from which it happens and they intersect in a unique way in the middle like a Venn diagram right that has like 10 circles and then they all overlap in one place in the middle but what always surprises me is because the dynamic of teaching in the first weeks is so channeling all this information all these techniques all these examples feeling out the students, feeling their energy where they're at, that suddenly it's always a tremendous surprise, even to me, when halfway through the course we reach this other phase where suddenly it's like stage two, where it's time for them to, rather than learning one whole new thing at a time every week, suddenly it's stage two is starting to bring all of those different facets together, right? So suddenly you're starting to coordinate. And I think that's a good word because it takes some coordination. Uh, for example, uh, I don't know if I should use pattern making or design and illustration. Let's say design and illustration, um, uh, paint technique plus color mixing technique plus fabric plus line quality, plus model drawing. You know, you learn each one of those things, and then suddenly you have a project where you're using all of them. Well, the beauty is you're using all of them, and you have experience in all of them. But at the same time, it's hard for you. You can't really master all of them at once. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Um, you're going to, like, have more success with some facets than others. But is that synthesis, you know? This level two is where you start.
starting to bring them all together. That's what I would call level two. And at the same time, because these, these breakdowns aren't total, they're, they overlap a little. What I would call stage three, between two and three is really fun because you're bringing them together. And then you are, this is the top of the pyramid, you are expressing yourself creatively, exploring freely, and making your own discoveries. Now, from stage one to, the, to stage three, you are always making discoveries. You're always exploring. You're always experimenting. But what happens when you get to that finish line of a course is that on the one hand, you have like a final project or a deadline that spurs you towards completion of something. But I think that any good course, any good teacher is not going to have a rote project. Um, I mean, I've benefited from courses like that too, but I just don't believe too much in rote projects. I believe in that take something that inspires that student that feels like it's enough in their comfort zone, but enough out. Because when you truly love and are motivated and curious and interested about something, you're going to tap into a depth of energy and wherewithal and persistence and uh, humor and playfulness and curiosity that you cannot access when you're just like, I have to do this exactly the way the teacher told me to. Right? So I just think and I'd love to hear back from you in the comments or in the, in the reviews. I'd love to get some reviews here. Or on Twitter, Facebook page, Facebook group, website, anywhere. I'd love to hear back from you. Instagram, Laura Volpitas on Instagram. Um, how this like three phase, whether you agree that you can feel those three phases when you're learning something. Um, also, if you're teachers, because my audience includes teachers and creators as much as students who are also creators, that is a course about creativity. So we're always in the process of expanding and growing, and we're always learning, and we're always teaching, right? So um, I am currently, like today's the day in my pattern making class that I got to that borderline between stage two and stage three. The borderline which is bringing together all the skills, sliding into creative expression. And what I think is extra beautiful about that in this particular class is continuing ed, which I adore because of the kind of students you get in there, is that the diversity in once you get to the level three, the diversity of approaches. So for example, in this pattern making class, some students are draping on the mannequin to get pattern pieces for their unique design. Others are copying garments they love to create their first pattern from an existing garment and then change it. Other students are 
measuring each other in pairs to create their own fitted pattern set to their own body. So that means they're measuring each other, drafting the pattern, and then fitting it with me and with each other to perfect that pattern so they'll have it for a lifetime or for as long as their body <laughs> is the way it is right now so they can create new, more and more designs. Um, others chose to find images online of designs that truly excited them and create those on the pattern with tissue or fabric to create a unique pattern. So, I mean, it's truly amazing that as many students I have in that class, the diversity of how they're interpreting it is just delicious. It's so exciting. And it's so wonderful to know these students. It's so wonderful not to grade them because they are so self-motivated. I have always struggled with grading in my classes. I mean, I love giving an A to someone who has an A, but I despise grading someone on their first, second, and third drawing projects when they're brand new to drawing. Um, I worry about how that can impact them when they're taking their baby steps, being judged, feeling judged along the way. That's, I'd love to know what you guys think about that, too. I think these are all good future topics. But today I just want to celebrate both being a student and being a teacher. And I tell you, I am a student in all my classrooms. I'm like, every time a student's like, thank you, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> because it's really not, it's, it's so exhilarating, it's so exciting to see people sink their teeth and fingers into the dough of something they wanted to learn for so long and express themselves. And that's why more than anything, it's not all about the career, landing the job, the portfolio with whoever. Yes, this can be good, I love you know, teaching career skills and seeing what my students are doing out in the world. But what brought everyone here and what is the richest, most powerful experience of all is that magic, that pure magic. I felt it today. I feel it every week that I teach, the, um, the twinkle in their eyes, the ah the overcoming obstacles, meeting challenges, and solving problems. And a really, really great part of any course or class or field of study is it's amazing how many myths and beliefs we need to debunk and debuff in order to grow. Because there are myths and beliefs, I mean, I guess this is, you know, cliche, right? Limiting beliefs. We all have a limiting belief, and I know they keep us small and they hold us back and their fears. And whenever I, I know how limiting beliefs uh, constrain my life in all different, in any number of areas. So when I see someone else's limiting beliefs fall away so that they can expand into their inner truth and magic, that is as good as it gets. And you know what? The final thing I'm going to leave you with today is that when you learn something, and I've said this before, it'll say it again, when you study and learn something, you don't just learn 
the subject, and you don't just learn about yourself, remember that the institution or the teacher or the philosophy that you are studying within is teaching you who you are in a certain way. And this is the lesson that is often hidden in the curriculum. Even schools may not realize they do it, but they're instilling in you a certain sense of who you are. And just remember that you may not always agree with the who you are message that you're getting from a certain place. You need to make sure that you're being uh, developed as an empowered, inspired, joyful, thriving, respected person. Because the old systems of learning and patriarchy can be very much, you know, we're the boss, you're a small minion, and you do whatever we want. <laughs> I, um, it's very important to me to undo that like blind authority kind of vibe. Um, these are all just education and institutions, whether educational or medical or any other kind, is something also very close to my heart. Okay, so the institution I currently teach for um, is giving me night classes. <laughs> um, I'm a single mom who lives hours away so the reason I'm so wired is because I had a big piece of chocolate on the way home so that I wouldn't fall asleep it's now 1 a.m. I'm home and we're done please leave a review if you feel so moved it really helps this podcast reach more people it also helps me know what is of value to you and what you'd like more of etc um, remember, I'm Laura Volpentesta, all one word, over on Instagram. FashionIllustrationTribe.com is my website and blog. And this episode is sponsored by um, About Faces July program. Very special program. This July is only 15 students who are going to join the About Faces course, which is a lifetime access video course. Each week teaches a different angle of the head, faces, hair, and features that you can build faces, which is something that we've all struggled with a lot. When you like faces on your drawings, you're going to be super happier with them. Plus, faces are really deep, and you can spend your whole lifetime exploring them to tell stories about people, culture, life, form, beauty, style, anything, emotion. Um, but the special, special thing about this July program is that every Thursday I will be live streaming in a private pop-up Facebook group reserved for that course. So you'll get to work with me live as a group, meaning you can chat in questions, you can upload your sketches. And not only will it be a Q&A and feedback session, but the first 40 minutes of each of those sessions will be bonus content. So I'll show you apps that aren't even in the course or um, special topics related precisely to things that are coming up in our group throughout the week. So you get a more tailored and live individual experience. I'm so excited to meet the 15 of you. That's the same number that I usually teach in my college courses of persons, and um, I'm wicked excited about it. I'm going to give you the direct link to that page so you can learn more about it.
It's fashionillustrationtribe.com slash face live. One word. F-A-C-E-L-I-V-E. Fashionillustrationtribe.com slash face live. It's $222 through July 1st, and then it goes up to 333 if there are still spaces. So that's the early bird rate. Come on down and let me know if I have any questions. I hope you love this episode. I appreciate you so much. Here's your learning, expansion, creativity, growth, and freedom. Love you always. It's Laura Volpentesta. See you next time. Bye. Hello, gorgeous visionaries. This is Laura Volpentesta from Fashion Illustration Tribe with what I think is going to be the shortest podcast episode ever with the most important message ever. <laughs> Let's see if I can keep my mouth zipped. <laughs> okay? Today I'm here to remind you that you don't need to sacrifice anything to get what you want. You may not believe me. You probably don't believe me, so let me expand on this. <sighs> You don't have to sacrifice anything good to get what you want. You don't have to sacrifice your money. You don't have to sacrifice your joy. You don't have to sacrifice your time. You don't have to give up your family or your friends that you love who support you. You don't have to move, leave home. You don't have to... You don't have to give up anything that you want because what you want is aligned with everything that you want. So don't let anyone tell you, yes, you can go against your will in order to achieve what you want, but (laughs) you create what you are. So you will create um, a need for sacrifice real sacrifice to get what you want as a pattern creating if you start that way. And don't worry because wherever you are right now today, you can unlearn and recreate your beliefs. I want you to try it on like a shoe because I know this is radically new for some people, not at all for others. But what if all the actions you took to grow your art, your business, your music, your design, your family, what if every single act was an aligned, inspired, joyful, playful one? Like, I love working on my business. It's creative joy for me as much as design. I love being with my family, and I don't want to give that up. If I believe I have to give that up, then I will. But if it's all blended in my ideal vision, then it's all blended. <laughs> so this if this is new for you, if this is fresh for you, if it's like yuck and shocking for you, comment. Leave me a comment here in Anchor. You can leave me a voice message. On the blog, you can leave a comment or email me info at fashionillustrationtribe.com. If you're listening to this through Facebook or Instagram or iTunes, there are comment places, leave a review. I'd love to know what you think, but we are so schooled 
we are so raised, and you know, if you have, if you come from immigrant day laborer backgrounds, like I do, you know, these things are so ingrained um, that hard work, sacrifice. Now, yes, hard work and sacrifice to build something you want. Actually, yes, but it's how do we determine those words? How do we define them? Because that hard work and devotion and focus that we may label as sacrifice could be fully joyful, fully inspired, fully fueled by passion and love. Um, When I say sacrifice, the word that I mean is giving up, silencing yourself, putting your needs, your real needs to the side, Um, you know, not eating for three days while you, you know, cram through some project. Wait, does it have to be like that? I don't think so. I know not. Again, we create what we believe. So ask yourself what you've been believing. Where are you giving your power away instead of allowing it to align, to channel itself all together and move through you to do great actions, inspired actions? Play. Child's play. (laughs) I'm going to give a shout-out to um, I am Susan F. from Instagram, Susan Ferraro of um, Easy Peasy LOA. She's a law of attraction teacher. I think it's the best way to describe her, but she's um, she has a podcast all about creativity, and she uses these words that I've I've used for years but I never heard. You know, it's about the play state, play, like a kid. <laughs> You create in that happy, curious, excited, motivated, snowball state um, better than you're going to create when you're strung out, desperate, uh, self-punishing. And these things, I believe that I learned them in school uh, primarily and that I need to unlearn them because school was preparing us to be good factory workers. (laughs) <laughs> and um, now we like we can rethink that. We can retrain, recondition, reprogram ourselves to trust a day where we don't, quote, unquote, do anything. There's no such thing as doing nothing. That's like a myth that we fall for. When you're, quote, unquote, doing nothing, you're recharging. Your body is processing. Your brain is processing downtime is one of the most essential parts of creativity and productivity. I know that. I don't need anyone to tell me that. Okay, and I said this would be short. So I think I'm going to wrap this one up already, but it's everything. I'm going to listen back to it in a minute and see whether it sounds clear or not because I know what I'm feeling and thinking and I don't know how I've expressed it. But what if you went with the waves? What if you had let yourself have three days where you felt like you weren't moving anywhere near your dream and then waited till you felt inspired and just watched it pour out actions, just pour out and present themselves in clear direction in front of you and then disappear because it's a balanced life. You're going to do a little bit of everything. You're not going to push, push, push every day to make something happen. Let it 
tap in. Let the world love you. Let kindness in. Soften. Love yourself. Look for miracles. Look for inspiration. Feel what's inside you. Don't push through it. Push past it. Toughen up. Toughen up. That's something I've been trying to unlearn for years and years. And when I do try to unlearn that, I realize that I'm being loving towards myself. I'm having a bigger experience of love in the world when I treat myself this way. Huh? Can I hear a thumbs up or a here, here? Or... And, you know, I have had students in my fashion teaching over the years at the university who didn't like me as a teacher because I wasn't, like, mean enough. Now, that's okay because people need what they need. And if you need mean, go for it. But that's not my belief system. My belief system comes from knowing that when you are believed in, nurtured, supported, and heard and seen, you step right into your full self. But not everyone's ready for that, and that's okay. All right, all right, I'm going to sign off. (laughs) By the way, freedom, fashion, mentorships, and self-study. I have three tiers available for September from weekly one-on-one coaching with me to just group calls, from the whole suite of Freedom Fashion courses to just the core program, which is not really a just, (laughs) but yeah, with the still get group coach calls in that one. But we start September 3rd. Mentorships are down to five, so they're going fast if you want to sign on. Uh, if you want to talk to me about signing on first, DM me at Instagram or email me at info at fashionillustrationtribe.com. Um, Instagram, I'm Laura Volbentesta. I'm there every day checking in and communicating. Um, and I'm hosting webinars all month in excitement so that you can get to know me and my teaching style and learn a ton whether you sign up or not. So. Uh, make sure you're following me on Instagram, and if you subscribe at fashionillustrationtribe.com, right now you'll get all the invites to all the free webinars, and you'll oh no, and you'll also get all of the um, freebies that come for subscribers. All right, I'm signing off for now. Catch you soon. Bye.